0: Hello, welcome to episode 131 of Celebrate Cultivate. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise Seuss. Today we are talking about manifesting your dreams and goals using a journal. But before we get into all that, I want to say hello. Hi, how are you? It feels like it's been a little while since I've just done a quick check-in on how things are here in my life, and things have been really good lately, though I will say our calendar has been quite full And with the holidays approaching, I'm not sure if it's going to wind down or what, but it feels like we're in need of a a pause, or at least I am. And so, one thing is that I'm trying to do is be mindful and intentional as I say yes to things and also how I fill my day. And I just started listening to an audiobook called Do Nothing that is really inspiring me. So, I'll include a link to that in the show notes. I haven't finished listening to it yet, so I can't give it like a big recommendation just yet, though I have been telling friends about it and listening to it in a busy season of life is actually very affirming and encouraging because seasons that are busy happen, right? We um, are still finishing up the house project that we started last year with Changes in basically all of our spaces. And so there's just the final details coming into place. And then that project will hopefully, fingers crossed, be done soon. I also took a trip to Arizona a few weeks ago to visit my grandparents and help them pack up their apartment. They are moving to a new state and a new assisted living center. So it's just a big project for them. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time, help them out and see their their place and their friends there one last time before they move on. And then I got back in town on a Thursday, and then my mother-in-law got in town on a Friday. So it was like back-to-back family visits, which was really heart-fulfilling and, and lovely and just so, so nice. But, you know, travel, visitors, all of that is out of the norm. And so we still try to do all of our normal everyday things on top of those things. And it just can be a lot. Plus, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm starting to make plans for our holiday season. So again, just trying to kind of find that middle space between having a lively and enjoyable life full of all the things as we have now this family of three and everyone's doing stuff and then, you know, also having time to find center and connect to intuition and have those quiet pockets of time. If you're new to the podcast and this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, my name is Kayleen and I'm an intuition coach and a mom of three. I help my clients cut through the noise in everyday life and get back in touch with their truest selves. I found my way to this work after the birth of my second child when I realized my inner voice held answers I couldn't find anywhere else. I believe that your intuition is the key to alignment, ease, manifesting, and finding fulfillment in life, and that's why I teach others here on the podcast and through working with clients and courses how to access their intuition, trust what they hear, and take aligned action. If you're looking to get more in touch with your intuition After listening to this episode and you want some resources, you've definitely come to the right place. I have two free resources available right now that you can take advantage of. 21 Days to Intuition is a guide that will help you strengthen your intuition with prompts and practices to try over three weeks. One of my clients has done this multiple times because she loves it so much. So she does 21 Days to Intuition every few months or so because it really does help her get into alignment in that practice of listening to her intuition on everyday things. And then the other one is a new offering. It's called Merry and Mindful Meditation. It's a free guided meditation to help you release stress and cultivate a merry, mindful mindset and mood for the holiday season. So when you sign up for that, you also receive access to a bunch of great bonuses, including journal prompts, playlists, and more. As I was creating it, I really couldn't stop myself. It kind of turned into a free mini course. Because I just believe so much that we don't have to just survive the holidays. So I wanted to give as much free resources as possible in this Merry Mindful Meditation. So you can just listen to the meditation. It's really easy to sign up and to get in there. And you can either listen on your browser, on your phone, or on your computer, or you can download the meditation and take it with you but then you can also dive into all of the extra goodies and bonuses if that's something that is of interest to you. Today's episode is all about how to manifest your dreams and goals using a journal. And one of the things I love about journaling is that it is so inexpensive and it is so accessible. It's Also, an amazing way to take what is happening in your inner world, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your intuition, in your awareness, and bring it out onto an external place, onto that paper, onto that screen. If you're typing on your phone or journaling on your laptop, it's totally allowed right? to not just write out with pen and paper. And I've been journaling in one form and another since I was a child. I really have kept a journal on and off for a really long time. But you do not need any experience to start manifesting with your journal. And you don't have to feel guilty or bad for letting your journal practice lapse for the last eight years. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I really look at my journal, the same way I look at my yoga mat. Many, many, many years ago, I got my yoga teacher training certification. I went through that 300-hour training, and I have been somebody who practices yoga on and off for, I don't even want to do the math, a long time. And so it's the, the yoga mat is, is always there for me when I am ready and need it, and the same thing is true with the journal. The journal is there. It's available when I need it. It is really nice and beautiful and amazing to have a daily journaling practice, and that may be the right thing for you at this point in time or at another point in time, but if you, quote unquote, fall off the wagon do not beat yourself up. I don't even think it's a wagon to fall off of, right? Like it is just something that is a tool, is a resource to help you cultivate an inner awareness, to help you with manifesting, to support you in any way that journaling supports you. So I just want to get that out there that you don't have to be experienced and you don't have to feel guilty if it's been a long time since you've cracked the spine of your journal. I'm going to share with you some practices that you can explore to help you manifest using your journal, and I'm also going to share a story about how I manifested the perfect apartment in San Francisco with my journal. And let's just begin with a quick overview of manifesting. Manifestation is a process of calling your desires into existence. People have been teaching about manifestation forever. Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich in 1937. Abraham Hicks has been channeling teachings since the 1980s. The movie The Secret came out in 2006. And there's all these new wave of manifestation teachers. Gabby Bernstein, I mean, you may or may not call her new. She's been a big teacher of the practice of manifestation through her work for many years. And Lacey Phillips has come up in the last decade or so. So there are these you know teachers that are contemporary and there's also you know much older teachers that have been here done that and moved on but they still have that that teaching of what it is to manifest and every teacher has their own spin on it right everybody is taking what they know and what they understand and what has worked for them or has worked for people that they know. And they're teaching this practice of bringing desires into existence through the power of belief. And there's a big problem with a lot of how manifestation is taught out there. And now I have seen more recently, you know, some backlash against manifestation. And I don't necessarily think it's something that we can cancel because it is something that happens. Like you, if you open your awareness to manifesting you will see others you will see yourself manifesting i noticed when i when my kids first started talking how they would manifest things that i thought there was no way that they could and they don't even know what manifesting is but they would you know mention like a green caterpillar in the morning and then by the afternoon we sure enough would come across a green caterpillar on our walk and so there is this phenomenon that occurs we can't see it we can't can't explain it. We can't a hundred percent know with certainty how or why it happens. And so I believe that if you're always doing what other people tell you to do when it comes to manifesting, you're going to find yourself dissatisfied even when you manifest the thing. So let's say you desire XYZ, you manifest it and you've followed the, the teachings of someone else. You may get that thing, but you might not be super fulfilled. And that's because manifestation that isn't in alignment with your intuition with your inner wisdom is going to leave you wanting more. And there's nothing wrong with wanting more. So I don't want to make it sound like if your intuition is helping you manifest, you'll just be satisfied and you'll never want another thing in your life. That's not the case. But if you are feeling frustrated or disappointed because you got what you wanted, you got to where you want to be and you're just like, ugh, this doesn't feel as dreamy and magical and fulfilling as I thought it would, it's probably because you're operating from the place of the mind and the mind's wantings or what other people have told you you should want instead of really tuning into your intuition and manifesting from there. So there's a few things that you can do to help you start manifesting with your intuition so that you can really feel that satisfaction and fulfillment that you desire. This isn't a checklist. This isn't a step-by-step. These are just things for you to kind of explore on your own time with your intuition. So just do what resonates, leave the rest, like follow inspiration, follow what feels good. But start with connecting to your intuition and I have a lot of resources and different things out there to help you with that. 21 Days to Intuition could be a great place to start. Or maybe you want to work with me or another coach or a therapist or a friend to help you get a stronger connection to your intuition. So connect with your intuition and define what manifestation means to you. From the inner wisdom, from the mind, as a collaborative effort, define manifestation for yourself. And then, explore these questions. Ask yourself, when it comes to manifesting, what has worked well for me in the past? What hasn't felt aligned? When has manifesting been easy and felt really good? And when has manifesting felt hard, like a struggle and not that not that enjoyable? And as you kind of gather that data, pay attention again to what feels good, what feels inspiring, what feels aligned with your intuition. And then when you want to break out that journal and start using your journaling practice to help you manifest your goals and your dreams, what do you even do, right? Like, what do you write in your journal for manifesting? So the questions, the ideas that I just mentioned kind of help lay the foundation for yourself and for your personal manifestation practice, but then it's time to kind of put it into practice, right? To try it out. So It's time to start manifesting with your intuition. So let's talk through a few different approaches that you can take and try what sounds nice, what sounds good, what sounds accessible. Maybe don't try the things that you're like, oh gosh, that sounds awful. Because even getting these ideas and gathering them, some might feel good now, others might be good later. So just kind of play with it. This is your own practice. You get to decide. The first one is to practice gratitude journaling to cultivate your appreciation. So tune into what feels good and what is working well in your life. Spend A few minutes, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, writing about everything you appreciate, everything you're in awe of and in love with in your life. The beauty, the magic, the serendipity, the nitty gritty details that you really enjoy about life that maybe the next person doesn't. Just really pour through that gratitude and cultivate that appreciation. Gratitude journaling is a big thing, right? Lots of people talk about it. And it is something that kind of, I feel like gains favor and then it kind of fades away. One of the reasons why gratitude journaling can be frustrating is if you feel like you have to do it, right? If you're like, okay, I'm going to do... 30 days of gratitude journaling, and by day six, you've already written that you appreciate the sunshine and the clean air or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, I already wrote that a bunch of times and I can't come up with anything else. And I'm just kind of over this whole gratitude journaling thing. That's going to um, not put you in the vibe and the energy that you want when you are cultivating appreciation. So I always recommend practicing gratitude journaling and cultivating your appreciation in ways that feel good, inspiring, uplifting when it is aligning. So you don't necessarily want to do it if it feels like a huge forced effort. That being said, and you'll only know this for yourself, sometimes we do have to get over a tiny initial hurdle where it'll be like, I don't really feel like doing this, but I know I kind of want to. And so if that's the case and you give yourself 2 minutes to write in your gratitude journal and then you're like really cooking and you feel great and you want to keep going do that so just again play with this give yourself permission to be a little messy to to make things up and see how it goes as you're working through it the reason why gratitude journaling is helpful in manifesting your dreams and your goals is it puts you in the frequency of abundance. It calls in more of what is already good and working well in your life. And so as you're doing the gratitude journaling, one thing you can do is sprinkle in gratitude for a few things that you're calling in that haven't completely synced up into your life, but that you know are on the way. So for example, let's say you want to travel to Paris and you've written your gratitude journal and along the way, it kind of feels like, oh, well, thank you so much for... I feel so grateful and thankful for my interest in Paris and the beauty of Paris. And I'm so happy and grateful for the coffee and croissant that I will be enjoying in Paris when I arrive there. So you can do this in ways that feel authentic to you. You don't have to kind of Like get too fanciful and dreamy unless that's how you feel and who you are. But again, everybody's a little bit different with this, but that cultivating of appreciation is really just going to help you see what's already good in your life, what you've already manifested and appreciate it, which is going to lift your spirit and put you in that path of manifesting more good. All right, number two is journaling with intuition to discover your desires. One thing about manifesting with your intuition is that your manifestations are guided and aligned with your inner wisdom, not necessarily from the voice of the mind. It can be both, it certainly can be, but. Instead of listing out what your mind thinks you want, ask your inner voice what is inspiring. Let your intuition take the lead and write in your journal from your inner wisdom and let that help you discover the desires and the things that you want to manifest in alignment with your intuition. Another practice, number three, is pre-paving journaling. Pre-paving journaling is an gentle practice to help you get into alignment. And it's going to help you adjust your frequency and your tend to your energy in ways that feel really good. So again, this is a practice that you get to do in a way that's going to feel nice and in alignment. So if it like feels like nails on a chalkboard, pay attention to that feeling. Maybe this isn't the right one for you. But I have practiced pre-paving journaling. I haven't done it in a while, but I used to do it a lot. And it really is such a cool practice and really can help you get into that mode of manifesting. So you write about the day ahead as if it's already happened. And it can be really fun to play with time tiny details, and it can help you kind of get into the feeling of manifesting and the feeling of manifestations heading your way. So here's like an example of what you might write in your journal. I'm so happy and grateful that today flowed with ease and magical serendipity. Dropping the kids off at school went smoothly and was filled with little moments of love. Then I had a little bit of extra time to get a cup of coffee at my favorite place, and they accidentally made me large and gave it to me for free. The rest of the day kept flowing in beautiful ways. I had an amazing call with a client, booked three sessions, and ate the most delicious salad for lunch. So you can kind of just call in those energies and those experiences that you desire and write as if they've happened as you're pre-paving your day through that journaling practice. And then number four, lastly, is affirming your manifestations in your journal. So manifestations are flowing to you all the time, and you can write in your journal about how you're allowing and releasing and welcoming in your manifestations and then when you receive celebrate it really take the time in your journal to write about how it felt for your manifestations to come to you and celebrate how you called them in Pay attention to how it felt and now what it is to have that manifestation in your life, whether it's a thing or an opportunity or suddenly a feeling. Now that you've manifested it, celebrate it in your journal. So, I know I promised to share an example of a manifestation using my journal. And this is way back in the day in in 2007. You know, the movie The Secret had come out in 2006, like I said. And as cheesy as it was, I was very inspired by it. And one of the things that The Secret taught me was getting specific about my desires, which is something, again, sometimes I play with, sometimes I don't. I'm not always hyper specific about my manifestations but in this case, I was. I was still in college in 2007. That's when I graduated. And towards the end of that year, one of my favorite places to hang out was the Borders Bookstore. And I would love to look through the books and flip through magazines, and I'd love to journal at their coffee shop. And one day towards the end of the school year, before I moved for my new job in San Francisco after graduation, I was journaling about the apartment that I wanted to call into my life. And I listed out all of the specifics that I desired in an apartment. I wanted to live alone in a safe place. I wanted to have have my own laundry and my own parking space. I wanted the apartment to be cute, but not feel too old and yucky. <laughs> like I had a lot of things that I wanted in that apartment, and I even got as specific as writing down the address. And it wasn't a very um, unique or inventive or imaginative address. It was like one, two, three. Washington or some other last name. I just remember it was one, two, three, and a last name. And you know, it was like, fine. I, you know, I didn't, it didn't matter to me that it wasn't the most imaginative address. It was just what felt right at the time as I was journaling. And I didn't really second guess it. So fast forward to when I moved from Las Vegas, which is where I lived in college. I went to UNLV and then I moved to San Francisco. I moved, I think it was a Friday and then I had work on Monday. So I had to find an apartment in a really short period of time. And I really didn't not like the first apartment that I saw I think it was on the third floor but the floor you entered on was actually zero so I had to walk up four flights of stairs to get the apartment and it was like dusty and just it had a cool view and really cool Victorian architecture type of features inside but it just did not feel like me at all and so then I was kind of screwed because I didn't have very many options and wasn't, I didn't, I just, I don't know. I had never looked for an apartment in a big city before, so I didn't know what I was doing, but I found another listing in the newspaper. And on Sunday morning, we knocked on the door, my friends and I that were, were moving me and the landlord was not even expecting to show it. I think he, he was a nurse. And so he had been working like a late shift. Like he seemed very tired. It was like, okay, yeah, he was super, nice, really, really nice. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you the apartment. And it was downstairs from where he lived. And we get inside and it's gorgeous. He had just renovated it. It was beautiful inside, fresh coat of paint. Like he had never had a tenant before. Laundry on site just for me. Parking was street parking, but it was really easy. I mean, it was the perfect apartment and the address was 132 Irvington. So it wasn't exactly the address that I had written quickly in my journal, but it was so, so close. And really helped me know, helped me see that this was the right apartment for me. This is the one that I had manifested. And one of the things I think that is key, and of course, this is my personal opinion. So if it doesn't resonate, that's totally okay. I'm not going to say that you're blocking your manifestations if you don't believe this because I don't actually believe that you can block your manifestations, but that is a topic for another episode. One of the keys, in my opinion, about manifesting is celebrating when your manifestations flow into your life. When you really take the time to honor and appreciate it and feel that feeling, it calls more of that experience and that feeling to you. So I love sharing this story, even though it's from way back in 2007. It still gives me goosebumps to think about it and Just take myself back to that place because it was really amazing evidence to me that manifesting in your journal is absolutely possible. So I totally think that journaling counts as manifesting. Our words and emotions are powerful forces and journaling just helps direct those powers in the direction of your desires, and when you combine your intuition, when you combine gratitude and journaling together, you're well on your way to manifesting your dreams and goals. One quick note as we're wrapping up this episode, there's another free inner voice journaling session with Jess Lively's Living Room tomorrow. So if you're listening to this live, it's tomorrow 10.21 at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And those calls are part guided meditation, part lecture, time for journaling, and then conversation as a group. So bring your questions about intuition, anything at all that you want to learn about, and we can have that conversation after the journaling. These calls are not recorded. They are live. And so that really does help foster a more open atmosphere in the conversation piece, which is really enjoyable. So if you want to come on and meet me there, just make sure you sign up in the link in the show notes of today's episode. I hope this episode inspired you to grab your journal and start manifesting. If you like what you heard, please share this episode with a friend, tell them to give it a listen. And if you want to practice appreciation even more, leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It means so much to me to see your reviews come through, and it really does help other people find the show. If you want to work with me, there's a few ways to do that. You can sign up for the Gift of Intuition. This is a single coaching session for your intuition just in time for the holidays. I haven't offered single coaching sessions where you don't have to be part of the membership or a group retreat or anything like that. You can just have one session and I haven't done this in like two years. So I'm really excited to work with you and support you helping you access the gift of your intuition through this season. Speaking of seasons, if you are loving this and you want to join my membership, the Season Sessions is available for you to join anytime. It is a group of women who are inspired by intuition, who want to live in alignment with the seasons and flow with life season after season. Um, There's a bunch of support and resources in the membership. And then you also get quarterly coaching calls with me. Information for all of that is at KayleenElise.com or you can just click the link in the show notes. And speaking of manifesting, I do have a course on manifesting called Magnetize. If you are already in the Magnetize course, stay tuned because it's getting a big update right now. And I'm really excited to share all the details about that pretty soon. (laughs) Time to be determined. All right, friend, here's what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious. Watch for magic. Keep listening to your intuition. Play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.